Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today, we complete Proverbs with chapters 30 and 31. Rabbit Trails Proverbs 30 and 31 are included as appendixes to the book of Proverbs, according to Matthew Henry and other noted Bible scholars, and both have prophetic statements. It is easy to spot the reference to Messiah in Proverbs 30, although some scholars have debated this and said it was a reference to Moses. Personally, I see them as Messianic, referring to the Messiah. Speaking of Bible scholars, here's a side note that is sobering but important for us to know. Not all Bible scholars are Bible believers. Not all Bible teachers, now usually this applies to university-level professors, are Bible believers. There are some scholars who view the Bible as literature or something of a historical document, but not the Word of God. As of now, these type of Bible scholars are a minority, but that does not prevent their reach from being far. It is important to note also that not all Bible publishers, or publishers of Christian magazines for that matter, are believers either. I saw this firsthand in the publishing industry when I met and worked with several of them. I once had lunch with the chief editor of a prominent Christian magazine, and while he was a very kind and inspirational person, He was not a believer. I say this not to disappoint or dissuade your trust, but to redirect it to the Father in all things and His Word. I have noticed in my faith walk that anytime I put my faith, trust, or hope in man in any form with regard to spiritual matters, I will inevitably be disappointed in one way or another. This is a loving and wonderful reminder that we should always look to Yahweh first in all things. We were never meant to follow man, and so anytime we drift off and start doing this, however unintentional, safeguards kick in that will give us an opportunity to redirect to the Father. So if you've ever trusted in a person of faith and they let you down in some way, see that as a blessing. That was likely the Father reminding you of where your focus should be. Fortunately, studying the Bible the way we are, from beginning to end, in context, allows the Bible to explain the Bible. Yahweh's Word speaks for itself and explains itself. Other sources can help us to take notice of details we may have overlooked, but be very careful of anything or anyone that contradicts the Bible or attempts to serve as a replacement for reading it for yourself. Back to Proverbs 30. I could so relate to this. As I began reading it, I felt almost as if I was reading something my own heart had written. This chapter seems to come out of nowhere, unlike any of the others we've read. In my case, I've read it earlier in my walk and did not have that heart-stopping moment of recognition until recently. Isn't it amazing how alive the Word is and how the Father reveals different things to us in His time according to His wisdom? This is one of the many reasons why it is so important to be in His Word daily, to never stop reading it, and never stop searching scriptures. Proverbs 30, 1-3 reads, The man declares, 
I am weary, O God. I am weary, O God, and worn out. Surely I am too stupid to be a man. I have not the understanding of a man. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. Oh, why did this speak to my heart? Well, it wasn't that long ago when I realized the bulk of my knowledge of the Father and His Word was inherited, mostly second-hand rather than first-hand knowledge. I had been taught about the Bible, told about its stories, and told about who God was, but I had not dedicated myself to reading His Word for myself. My faith, knowledge, and obedience relied primarily on what had been spoon-fed to me by others, pre-digested food, milk, inherited religion. I had not taken the time, initiative, or responsibility to study God's Word for myself or to learn of His character through His own words. I didn't even know He had a name, and He clearly reveals it to us in Exodus 3.15. Click here for more information on that. Oh, I had done plenty of Bible studies where other people told me what was in the Bible, but as I always say, Beth Moore can't read the Bible for you. No insult meant to Beth. I really like her. These things can be helpful, but they should always, always, always be secondary sources, and even then approached after having let God's Word speak first. If not, it only adds to our secondhand knowledge. In His wisdom and grace, the Father showed this to my husband around the same time, and together we set out to take our relationship with the Father's Word from secondhand knowledge to firsthand. When we did this, it felt a bit daunting at first, realizing how behind we were from a knowledge standpoint. We had to learn a lot. A lot. Here we were, both of us having been believers most of our lives, and in the middle age of our life, we realized we had never fully read the Word for ourselves. I was frustrated with myself, knowing I should have known better and realizing that I should have started sooner. Had I have done that, I would have been much further along than I found myself at the time, a lifelong believer with precious little firsthand knowledge of what is in God's Word and what He expects of His children. The man declares, I am weary, O God, I'm weary, O God, and worn out. Surely I'm too stupid to be a man. I have not the understanding of a man. I have not learned wisdom, nor have I knowledge of the Holy One. We set out to change that, and the Father met our zeal. We've been dining on the meat ever since, and wonder how we ever survived on milk. Proverbs 30, verses 5-9 through reads, Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Two things I ask of you. Deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is Yahweh? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. He has fed us with the food that is needed by us. Every word of God has and will always prove true. He is a source of truth, holiness, and wisdom. He has gifted us with His word, and when we seek to understand it and find His wisdom within, His Spirit guides us. He is faithful. He is patient. He is waiting.
Proverbs 31. The final chapter of Proverbs contains an oft-quoted passage often referred to as the Proverbs 31 woman. We usually hear her described as a woman of virtue. However, the Hebrew term eshet is more accurately translated as woman of valor. In fact, the word hail appears many other places in scripture and is translated as valor in all those instances. Woman of valor. When reading this chapter with that in mind, an entirely new woman emerges. This completes another book, Armor Up, The Fathers on the Move, Rock Hazak, Test Everything, Hold Tight to What is Good, 1 Thessalonians 5.21. We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.